Hey, yo, 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 what's going on, man? It's your boy, Rick Taylor, man. Back with another episode of that Rick Taylor podcast, man. And I'm here with a special guest today, man. My boy, Big Steve-O. It's just money entertainment, man. What's going on with you? What's too? You know me, Mr. Ricardo Moore out there. How y'all doing? <laughs> yo, what's going on, man? Uh, first and foremost, man, welcome to the podcast, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, yeah, be yeah. Sure. Most definitely. Um, You're definitely doing some big things out here, you know what I'm saying? Definitely put Milwaukee on the map and that film industry and stuff like that, you know. Before we get into it, man, um, there's some people who's watching this and might not be too much familiar with you, you know, the younger crowd and stuff. Yeah. Just introduce yourself and let them know what you do, like who you is and what you do. Well, I'm Big Steve-O, man. I represent It's Just Money Entertainment and films. Um, everybody really know me from back in the days doing music with infinite recordings. And I had the artist Cuckoo Cow, had a hit single in my projects. Me and my man, Big Hank, went over and did a new single with Baby Drew called Disco Lady. So them, them my claim to fame, fame in Milwaukee on the music tip. Uh, helped a lot of the artists that you probably hear about behind the scenes. Helped them get a chance out there. Then I went on to doing all the big parties with me and my man, Pippa Ken. Mm -hmm. uh, and my boy, Sir Wayne, we did some of the biggest parties with all the top athletes from LeBron James on down to Shaq. Uh, so them, them my accolades are just my industry ties. You know? Yeah, and then I just jumped into this movie thing and liquor thing. So everybody right now, yeah, yeah. The movies know me for this liquor called Ricardo Moore, the both sexy tequila, drink like a boss campaign. Yes, sir. And, uh, matter of fact, let me pull me up somewhere. That's right. You got to pull you up, yeah, man. You know, you got to pull your drink man, up, man. man. But yes, that's that's that's, that's where everybody know me from music, really. Yeah. And uh, I'm starting to get into this liquor and these movies, so that's like my uh, what you call reinvent yourself. Yeah, there you go, there you go. You've been around, man. You definitely been uh, you legendary. You know what I'm saying? In my project. <laughs> yeah. Now let's talk. Let's tap in with that, man. I want to ask you about that. Like, what was those times like? What you know? What I'm saying working with Cuckoo Kyle and stuff like that, and just being around that time. Well, you know, it's a uh, fun. Exciting, stressful, mm -hmm. all in the whole bag, all in one. You know, uh, <clears throat> actually, because I'm going to actually shoot that movie next summer, mm -hmm. the recording stories, the making of Rise mm -hmm. and Fall of Cuckoo Cow. Actually, you can watch the Rise and Fall of Cuckoo Cow right now on Amazon Prime. That's right, tap in. It's a documentary. Get a little bit about it. But we both basically started as me and my cousin, Mr. Do It to Death. He was a rapper. And uh, he got into a situation, and uh, I, I had a little money on me, so I got behind him, and he introduced me to my man, Big Hank. So we had created a, a, a force together. So we uh, you know, we, we went through ups and downs of that, and my man Seven brought me an artist by the name of Cuckoo Cow. Yeah. So we did a song called uh, Why They Call Me Crazy, and then My Mercy, and man, it was so hot, man. It was, it was something like you never heard before. So we just took the uh, act on the road, selling CDs out the cars, and going state to state. The same time E-40 was doing it, we yeah. was doing it, right. that, that long ago. <clears throat> Cooked up with my man Smalls and Raph, my man QC. They was it was four or five, so we came together and made Infinite Four Five, backed by Black Mafia Music and People These Soldiers, and we just started a movement in Milwaukee and around the world. Man, that was dope, man. Shout out to y'all, man. I remember it like it was yesterday. I seen that in my project video. Come on, BT boy, we was geek. Uh, I'm gonna tell you the first one of the biggest things that, I, that, that, that the whole situation was yeah. that uh, my man dude to death. He always has created with the headbands and stuff like that, designing. But I had made this this uh, poster when I first got with Cuckoo. It's called uh, 
Why they call me crazy single? But they had Mr. Two Eleven on there. He had this big old guns ass, like a, three, a real three fifty seven, and that one really started. I mean, because the news cameras, Homer blow down the radio, everybody was just like, "We never seen him like this." Like, it don't like he won't shoot you, like he will shoot you. Right. That kind of like started the whole bad boy thing. Get if they record like a bad boy name. Yeah, man. Now let me ask you, like, uh, what was those those times like, man? Because you know, it, like y'all was like, like back then. You know how it is now, like. It's easy to pick up a camera and get somebody to, you know, shoot you a video or you can record your own music at your house. Like, what was that grind like in working with Cuckoo Cow? You know what I'm saying? Like, what was that like? Because, you know, back then you had to, y'all had to. Yeah, reels. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And y'all had to go to take these trips and all that stuff and put money, money behind. Man, before that. Like in today's world, like right now, you have this podcast with a computer. You can yeah. put a million uh, things on with, with the uh, external hard drive or a flash drive. Right. We had to buy these two hundred fifty dollars reels, used now. These used ones. Yeah. So you had to record it with somebody, and you only get like one song on it. So imagine, doing, man, so imagine yeah. doing a fifteen song album. And if you fuck up, you gotta get a whole new reel. Yeah. Damn. So we come from the real era before the uh, the DVD, uh, the dats came. We had the reel. You had to take it for the reel, mix it down, then put it on a dat tape. Then they go get it pressed up. Mm-hmm. So you gotta imagine the struggle with that first of all. And then I'm dealing with an artist who had a habit. So now I'm chasing him in these drug houses, and, and but I believe in him so much. Cause I, I treat him as a man, never as a dr- drug addict. Yeah. So I'm chasing him down just to get songs done. And then at the same time now. You got some young men who doing something different. Uh, we put billboards up. We looking like a real record company. Mm-hmm. Here come the feds. What the hell are they doing? Where they get this money from? Right. You know. So it, it, it was can't, a rough, can't do time. can't do nothing good without them coming. Yeah, Milwaukee. You got to remember my man. My man's and them. My man's Ralph and Small and them back then. He was one of the few people running around here. But my man Small, he was the only one with a Range Rover besides Ray Allen. <laughs> yeah. My man Ralph had the six hundred coupe Benz. Well, nobody riding with that ball players didn't have that. Right. So he looking at us. So we got the Range Rover, the new Navigators and, and, and stuff. The eyebrows. So now it's like you try to do something good. And everybody thinks it's coming from something bad. Yeah, yeah. man, that's that's interesting, man, to, to hear you say like how you uh you was dealing with an artist who had a habit. Yeah, and I wanted to ask that too. I never got to ask that question to somebody like, but you've been there. Like, how did that make you feel? Like seeing like how talented you know Cuckoo was and stuff like that, and how far he could have went, but you know the downfall. Well, in the beginning, <clears throat> I will say I didn't know you had a habit. At all, my man Seven brought me to me. Uh, that's how they started. I had a little habit, and um, he's still so talented. And I, I never, so I never really treated him as a drug addict. So I really never paid attention like that at the beginning. Right. But the farther we got, I see the worse he got. I know, you know. At first, I know a lot of people in the industry, basketball players, athletes, entertainers. A lot of them get high, use drugs. Look at DMX. But, yeah. he was, but he was great. Yeah. He sold millions of records. Yeah. Rick James, you know, saying all these white rock artists, but they still function and make sell millions of records. And when I knew um, this happened, was overtaking his talent. When then I couldn't get him to do things and see the bigger picture. And that's what that was one part of his falls that you know he couldn't control his habit. Yeah, man, that was sad, man. Uh, we was all rooting for Cuckoo, man, yeah. and you know, Baby Drew and all that, man, but. To hear somebody that's really been around that situation and been around them times and help invest in that, man, I want to give you your flowers, man. People don't even know, baby, you had to deal with Universal. Just yeah, we know. Yeah, you know, so, you know, it was, just, it was bad timing and um, that's when the industry was starting to flop a little bit so it didn't go good as big as it should have been. 
But like Baby Drew, uh, when, when Boosie was coming up in the, in, the, in the Southern Circle, and Baby Drew, where he was with eye to eye, and they was doing their movement, they was they was booking Baby Drew and, and Boosie at the same time. That's how big uh, Baby Drew was down yeah. south and around the world. Now, people oh. really don't know his story. Story, Dang, like that's that. dope. The Milwaukee know he tight. They think he's just been walking, but that boy got roots around the world. He's yeah. very talented. You know, country boy, click man. Yeah. <laughs> that's good, but to hear like our own brokers, like you know, what I'm saying them legends, man. They've been doing it for a while, and y'all been doing it for a while. Like you know, we see a lot of y'all paved the way for a lot of artists today. Man, I'm telling you, when I first started, everybody thought it was silly. They was, they was laughing at us. Y'all doing music? Y'all rappers? Right. I used to go to the gambling house and all that, everybody big hustles in there and stuff. Psst, yeah, I'm doing a rapper. I go to my little ten twenty dollars CD. Yeah, yeah, bye. Though. They put this tight. They laugh at it. Yeah. It's two years later. I just have my own label. <laughs> yeah, everybody want to start their own label. And that's the same thing right now. Me and my man Swift, man, got this movie coming coming on. Everybody thought it was like funny, but now everybody want to do it. Yeah, and if you see they see the success of how yeah. y'all doing and y'all on Amazon and Tubi and all that, man, it's inspiring. Shout out to Swift. Yeah, shout out Swift. We gonna talk about him too, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive deeper, go back into the uh, the roots. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for the people who want to know, who probably don't know, where was you born and raised? Right here, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I was uh, north side, night from the Locust. You know what I mean? A mm-hmm. uh, little bit of everything. Because my mom was pregnant with me at North, North Line, across the street on Villa down mm-hmm. there, Antonio. As I was born, so like that, we bought a house on 19th from Locust. I grew up there to about 12 years old. Did a little short couple of months on 6th and Capitol. The majority of my time was on 47th and Garfield. Okay. Yeah, so. Now. That's why everybody say, well, you from from all sides. Right, you're everywhere, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like a lot of people got that, you know, you Milwaukee, you've been around, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Uh, I thought that, but some people ain't never left the east side yeah, yeah, some or the may. south side. Some may, but I'm we, like, f- you know, you, <laughs> right, you got to be familiar with some areas, though, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, growing up in Milwaukee back in the day and those times, stuff, what was your childhood like? Well, my childhood, I had a blast. You know what I'm saying? I was poor, but I didn't know I was poor. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A, a lot like, of us didn't know we, we was in poverty and all that. You know, I could find the cold, the cold my side with that. They had the cold Good. showers and, um, but, but as a kid, man, I I love sports. That was good. Uh, track, running, football, basketball, boxing. I, I, I was I I love just being active. You know what I mean? Yeah, you was, you was everything. You oh, was yeah, part of everything. Yeah, yeah, man. Just stay busy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, back then you could stay outside to ten, eleven at night, and you were straight. Your parents yeah. know where you was at. Yeah. You had the problem like nobody was shooting and stuff back then. So you know, we had the gangs back then, but it wasn't. You know, they didn't they didn't fuck with the kids. Right. The game bangers fought the game bangers. They didn't bother the kids. They try to keep the kids from that shit. Right. So, yeah, I had a good time growing up. Man. Yeah. Shit, a blast. That's, that's dope. I, it's interesting to hear you say y'all can be outside at 10 o'clock and you know, how to worry about that because I'm like, you know, from that same era, like just a little later. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like my generation was like the last of like them kids to be outside finding things to do. You didn't know that y'all was like poor and none of y'all didn't have much because y'all had fun. Y'all had family. Y'all knew how to. Go outside and have fun and meet people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I bet you right now you hear a song and you remember in the summer it was hot at night, but you were sitting on the porch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yep. sitting, songs on porch, you, sitting on your porch and chilling. Even your mom said, don't leave the porch. And certain music that you remember you sit outside, just enjoy, enjoy it outside. You yeah. know what I mean? Just chilling outside. Nowadays, it's like you can't really sit on the porch. Man, you, man, I, I bet you you remember that um, you knew everybody on your block yeah. from one end to the other. Yeah. Nowadays, you don't even know your neighbor. No, not at all. They don't even come out. You know, a lot of people don't even come out the house. <laughs> right boy. next door, don't know. Don't know them at all. Like back in the day, everybody knew each other. Yeah, like everybody. I said, you get caught doing something, they're they going to tell you. Two or three blocks, they knew you. A little radius, they knew you. Yeah. That's such a such boy. <clears throat> now, 
for the people who want to know, like, um, who is Steve as a person? You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of person are you? Uh, pure player, man. Well, good ass. Good everybody, ass. everybody know me, man. I'm, I'm a smooth cat, man. I'm like a, yeah. um, in the middle. Like, you know, if you treat me with respect, I'm going to treat you. I'm about all about respect. Mm-hmm. you treat me with respect, I'm going to treat you with respect. I ain't for no problems. But I ain't never ran for no problems either. So I got the two sides. You know, I fuck with you or I don't. And if you try to cross some lines, you find out you don't want to cross some lines. So I don't want to try to go there. So I'm, I'm, I'm real smooth, right. man. I treat everybody respect. I don't give a fuck. You got a million dollars or two dollars. You're a man or a woman to me. There you go. Yeah. And you give me that vibe too, man. Like you came here player, man. Just like the energy you give off, like in your in the way you carry yourself. You ain't trying to do too much. You ain't, you ain't trying to flash you or nothing like that. It's like you could tell you're a man of your word. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that that means a lot. You know what I'm saying? As a, as just period, as a person. My daddy told me that, you know, said, you know, mean what you say and say what you mean, you know what I mean? There you go. So, trying to be exit. <laughs> yeah. Now, let me ask you, like, because uh, you did start off with the music and stuff like that. Like, what inspired you to get into the movies and stuff? Uh, Well, I got in a little trouble. I sat out for a little bit. So I start writing this movie to keep, just keep my mind straight, you know, just be doing yeah. something. And I, I'm all the kind of person I said, I'm going to do something to do it. So I did this, I said, I'm going to shoot this movie. Just to show myself that, like, I ain't no prisoner. I ain't, you know, I ain't, you know I'm saying? I, I said, society ain't going to fuck over me. Yeah. I'm going to make something. So I took this movie. Uh, I had wrote it. And um, <clears throat> and I got out. And I so I had it for a while. I wrote this movie back in 2000, 1999, 2000. Uh, my man, Charles Burgess. Uh, he, he was writing books. So I had got with Charles, and he, we turned it into a book. He took my script and it turned it into a book for me. And the book sold so well, everybody was just like, man, this shit's like, remind me of Donald Goins' book. So Donald Goins one of my favorite authors. So here's why else say this. I'm like, damn, right? Yeah, so I always wanted a movie. Well, my man Swift, uh, he come to me, and he, he was doing books. So I hooked him up with my guy G Street to get the special to sell his books. And then so when Swift, Said, fuck, he took it to the next level. He started shooting movies. He was like, Steve, you should turn that into a movie, man. You should do it. You should do it. And I was like, ah, nah, so if I do it, I want to do it right. You know what I mean? I said, yeah, I, yeah. I was right. He said, man, come on and do it. So Swift jumped off the porch first, went out there, Detroit, shot his movie. He came back. He did his second movie. He's like, man, just come see how this shit goes, Steve. Just come. And I went down there with him. I seen how it go. I'm a quick learner. I said, oh, shit, I got to do it now. Yeah. So Swift actually... Uh, he pushed me off the porch. And I was, I was gonna, always was going to do it. But Swift kind of pushed me off the porch. Like, go do that. Yeah, go do that. Yeah, it don't hurt to try. Yeah, he did. Exactly. You know, it's interesting, like, you know, how you can put your stories into a movie format. You know what I'm saying? Like that. It'd be actually like when you first was just learning and stuff like that. Uh, when you went out and did it yourself, you're a quick learner. But, like, was there any ups and downs that you had to go through? Well... Just go back a little bit. Uh-huh. As a kid, I always had a big imagination. Yeah. So like, and I'm always, a, I always been a big dreamer, and I always, and I always like, uh, in high school, like I won uh, a tough guy for the street, won a war for a for, uh, poem. I did a poem about the ghetto, you know, and I, and I won. Good. They actually published it for me. So I had the writing skills. So that's always been in me. So when I got to doing it, I think the toughest challenge would probably be that. It's funny. I don't know all the terms, right? But I'm gonna tell you what inspired me too. After Swift pushed me off the porch, I watched Dolomite, the one Eddie Murphy made of yeah, Dolomite. Yeah, it's a good movie. Everybody want to be a spy. <laughs> so they about, it ain't, so everybody it ain't about 
Dolomite the movie, Dolomite right. they shot. It's about the man Dolomite himself creating the movie. And he had the scene in here, we told him, he's like, uh, the guys came, they were talking about technical. She said, listen, we don't know that shit. We just shoot this movie like this and that. Yeah. So that would make me go into it. So when I got there first, I didn't know nothing about an AD, a grit man. Yeah. And, and you know, I still don't know all the shit. Exactly. Swift tell me, or my man Godzilla tell me, or my man BZ tell me. But, I, but being around Big Hank in the studio and doing music, kind of... Like Scooby for this, like kind of not jump off, jump off the board a little bit. I sell liquor so good because I know how to sell CDs. I I know how to go find a distributor. I know how to market and place something in the stores. So that's why I sell liquor so good. So when it came to that movie, same teaching, same teaching that guy had put me with that music business. Yeah, some of the same things still there. I yeah. just got to learn a couple of new terms. Yeah, so that explain it a little bit. That's dope, man. Uh, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to Young Swift, man. Y'all really doing y'all thing here in Milwaukee with the uh, the movies and stuff. Because I just be amazed, like, damn, they got them in the movie. They really doing this, you know? Because uh, me and my boy Ray, we did uh, Slap City. It was a series we did here, but uh, we we did it a little different and stuff. Like, I, I write, but I didn't do like the whole script. I was just letting people like you know do their thing. But I'm like, I be watching y'all and stuff, and I'm like, man, I like how they set this up. I like how this look. I like how y'all got y'all stuff on like you know Amazon and all that type of yeah. stuff. Let me ask you like. How did you link up with like these certain actors, like celebrity actors, like you know from Detroit or hoops and stuff like that? Like, what is that process like of finding these people? Uh, <clears throat> once again, it just uh, goes back to the music world where mm -hmm. I come from. I always try to find find artists like they management or nowadays so easy. They got Facebook and Instagram. You yeah. just hit them in the DMs, and then a lot of come from just um, connections. Like, uh, like I said, if I, like I said, if I, I know you. And I know you, and you know no scales. You know what I mean? I want to find scales. Hey, Rick, you know his yep, scales are yep, home. Yep. But that's how a lot of that goes. Connection. No one, somebody knows somebody. Yeah. Have you ever worked with? Has any of those like people you work with been like difficult? Like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna work this one again. Like, it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I might use them again. I ain't gonna say. Yeah. But yeah, some, you know, uh, 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 some of them getting their feelings. Some, some, some of them, some of them. Um, a little star study, it, it, but you know, most of all, when they meet me and they really see me and the way I treat them, like on the set, and a lot of the artists say I, I treat them better than they ever been treated before. That I don't have too many problems, like from that, from because yeah. I'm gonna respect you, respect me, and if you get on that line and put you back on lines, you know, right away. So. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah. Respect, you know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. Just be respectful, you know. Exactly. And I think that's really dope. How you like, you know, what I'm saying, y'all. The, the, the internet how powerful the internet is you know what I'm saying social media and stuff like you get to connect just over the internet versus you used to have the back of the day you gotta make these phone calls you gotta make this trip just to see this person to meet this person now you can just conduct your business over the net and stuff like actually, that actually Gravy uh, Jamal Willard uh, yeah I, I wanted to uh, <clears throat> so the crazy thing about that Swift was doing movies mm -hmm. so I was gonna have actually asked Swift to uh, do play the, the role of Bricks and I told Swift, I said, man, this is an acting class, man. I said, you got to look, you can do it. And, and, I, and I seen Gravy on Biggie. I ain't going to say right then I said I want to do him. But I kind of like, I kind of spoke like in existence, like, I don't mind working with, with dude, you know what I'm saying? As I seen him on Barbershop. Yeah. When he used to play the game, remember? Yeah. It, it, that scene right there, maybe you want to kind of like look into him. And man, my man D. Rose called me out of um, Appleton trying to do a party. He said, man, I got Gravy coming to town. And, Man, can you help me out? And you know, we gonna uh, put it together to do something here in Milwaukee. So when I went and got him, paid him, helped him with the party and stuff, me and that man just clicked like brothers. It was just crazy. Me and my man, my little cousin, Spoken B, was in the car. We 
brought the apple tea and the party wouldn't do too much up there. And from there back to the where I treated him and still showed him love, we just clicked like a motherfucker. It was crazy. Yeah, man. He yeah. seemed like a good dude, bro. Yeah, yeah, real good dude. Real yeah, because I see he be in a lot of y'all like in a lot of your movies and yeah. uh, Swift movies. I'm like, it seemed like he a good dude, bro. Yeah, 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 man. He's genuinely. Real professional. Uh, you know, he, he any kind of person will give you in, insight and help you out. You know what I mean? He ain't no like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna hear for it in the bag. He actually wants the movie to do good too. Right, right. So you gotta respect that. Yeah, that's Shout good. out to Gravy, man. Shout out to Gravy, Jamal Willard, man. Now I, I like how you said um, you didn't really know the technical like different terms and different yeah. people and stuff like that because it, it also showed me like you don't have to do things the way these people do it. You're gonna learn this stuff as you go on with it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the process of making a movie like? How how long does it usually take you to make a movie? Well, it's the shortest I ever shot a movie in is four days, mm-hmm. believe it or four not. Four days? Four days. Wow. We shot Unfair Exchange, which is a great movie, in four days. But that was a small cast, uh, not too many different uh, locations. Mm-hmm. So I would never do it again. It was hard, but we did it for four hey, days. It was hard work, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't going to lie, man. Like I said, I, I watch y'all stuff, bro, and I, I look at y'all like, man, Cause me and my boy Ray, we always talk about doing movies, and we we did a little show. But I'm like, we want to do that next level. How y'all be doing? Did you do that first one? Yeah, you, you slapped it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, do yeah. It. exactly. And it's you like, and you know what's crazy? Cause like we, I, I've learned from that. Like, okay, yeah, I learned how to do this. Okay, this this worked like this, but next time we'll do it different. You know what I'm saying? And it's just dope how you can create your own story and put it into like you know your own movie and stuff like that. Cause you know. I, like a lot of people thought it was hard to make a movie, but it's like if you can get those cameras, get that. It's all about a teamwork, you know what I'm saying? Like, get this writer, get the best, uh, you know, videographer you got in your city or who not to work that camera, and, and put your money. A to great, use. a great sound man. Sound. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you some key two things. Um, I give game out the okay. sound and them lights. Well, you want a great light guy, yeah. you want a great sound guy. Uh, camera, you want, you want good, good, some good cameras, but like um, I shoot with red. Yeah, man, Beasley use red, but you can use a black. I see some good movies on. I see some good movies shot with an iPhone. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's all about the lighting, the sound, and a good editor. Yeah, that lighting, that that lighting really does it. Because I be YouTube and stuff. I'm like, man, the lighting. And, sound. and the sound, like the sound, because you know some people they get a little boom and do it. No, you get to get the right boom. You know what I mean? And the right mics and uh, you know get you know get the best sound and lights that you can afford. You know at that time you gotta have the best best, but get good quality lights and sound. Mm-hmm. That's your main two keys right there. Yeah. Now let me ask you, uh, how long have you known Swift? Like, what's your relationship with Swift? I ain't known Swift that long, man. I mean, Swift was probably about uh. I met him right before he dropped Circumstances 1 and he put out his uh, second book. But it's like we've been knowing each other for 20 years. Mm-hmm. We've probably known each other probably about, uh, I've been back in this, about seven years probably now. Like, like I said, like, it ain't been like no eternity. Mm-hmm. But like we, we met uh, about seven, about six, seven years ago. And it's like we've been brothers, like brothers. Yeah, and y'all been going crazy ever yeah, since, yeah, dropping yeah. the movies back to back, good man. Know good people, you know what I mean? Good people, man. It's good to see that, man. Um, I, I definitely want to come to the premiere, man. Um, let me ask you. Um, now, it's like somebody is watching this right now. They probably haven't even seen your movies, or they probably did see the movie, but they want to know. Let's, let's talk about Trust Nobody 2. What is Trust Nobody 2 about? Well, first, you got to watch Trust Nobody 1. Okay, there, you, there y'all go. And, uh, watch it. To, to, to understand Trust Nobody 2, you got to watch Trust Nobody 1. Mm-hmm. And Trust Nobody 1 is basically was about bricks um, <clears throat> coming home from prison. And he's trying to get his life back together. And in the process of getting back together, he finds out that the reason he went to jail wasn't the reason. 
and everybody was afraid of him coming back to take his spot. They all wanted to stop him. And it's like real life, you know, like when the young boys come, the old yeah. school coming up, like, hey man, we don't care what you used to do, you know, because everybody got to eat. Yeah. Okay? So, but uh, the crazy thing about that movie, Just Nobody One, you only see drugs in there one time. So it's not a drug movie. It's more of a mystery and a thriller and a drama. They got so many different avenues going on, so many different stories, so many feelings of life. So, the fast forward, uh, well, fuck, I can say it now. You ain't seen one <laughs> too out. So, anyway, Brick's gonna get a shot at the end of um, part one. Mm-hmm. And even though I told you that, you still gonna see part one, and you still gonna be shocked how, yeah. how it go down. Yeah. So, anyway, he gets shot in part one. Uh, he survived, obvious. <laughs> and uh, so, part two start off basically. Uh, he still don't know who, who, who uh, he know who shot him, but he actually don't know who behind it. Right. So part two kind of um, tells who was behind it. It uh, <clears throat> in the process of find out find it out because he's in the hospital too, so getting himself back together. Yeah. And this time they thought everybody thought he was dead, but they find out he ain't dead. People uh, are fighting for position right now, right? Yeah. To, to keep him f- from going, and uh, food, food, still a food in this, and um, I'm trying to say it, I'm just give it away. It's, it's so much. There's a lot of stuff. So much going go. on. It's, that, it's been a, you know. It's like a big twist that come back around again to where. I guarantee you're gonna be shocked again. Yeah, like, you seen part one, right? Yeah, I said it's it's again? Gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna shock you again. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I make sure y'all check out Trust Nobody One right now on Tubi, Amazon, all that good stuff. Y'all make sure y'all support. Man, I, I can't wait. When is the, the premiere? Is next so, Friday, right? So we're doing the premiere for this one. We're gonna just drop it on Amazon Prime next okay. Friday, 26, and it will be on Tubi June 23rd. Yeah. So Amazon first, then Tubi. All right. So y'all got time to go check that movie out. You know what I'm saying? And uh, a week, I, man, a whole week. I got my prime ready already <laughs> as we speak. You know what I'm saying? Now let me ask you: Have you ever thought about creating a series versus movies? Got one in the works. Okay. Uh, actually, uh, two. Got one called I Am The Plug. Me and my man, Mr. Galena, we um, wrote the first 12 episodes of that. Um, also got one, me and Mr. Galena, he wrote the story called uh, A Thin Line Between God and the Game. Oh. So them two series that we got in the works. Uh, but right now, you know, if you ain't seen Unfair Exchange, it's like another mystery love story. Got a good movie featuring Jeremy Meeks. But uh, my next big project is Trust Nobody 2. is a hometown project called The Hole in the Wall, featuring Baby Drew, yeah, first star yeah, role. I've seen that trailer. Yeah. That looked like a good movie. A lot movie. of Milwaukee comics. Kelly Kells, yeah. uh, Cheating Ass Myron, Gigolo Jackson, Rest in Peace, 414 Bankhead, uh, E. Black, Black Ken. Shit, man. I got, yeah. I got the time. Yeah, hey, that's for the go down, so I, I did that one for the city. And we are going to do a premiere for that one. Okay, that's dope. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, how do you do your casting? Like, do you just do a regular audition and just put it out and have people come audition? Or do you have your characters in mind? Like, My I want this in mind. I really don't do too many auditions. I can, you know, it's not a lot of family and friends, but... When I write, well, I like to I like to write my movies with somebody in mind. Yeah. That way you can write about them. I ain't said all of them yeah. that way, but if it's something good, I write either with that person in mind, or when I write it, I go look for that person. I feel like I'm feeling right. slap. It's another one you just you put a, a picture up for the cover today, and I know um, all about boy, a check. Yeah, my boy Gorgeous, he put that up too. Okay, that's Swift, a Swift movie. Okay, uh, but I'm acting in it. Okay. <laughs> so, so matter of fact, 
Swiss acted in Trust Nobody too. Yeah, y'all gonna love him in it, man. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be a star role. He did, yeah. he did his thing in it, so he put me in. All about a check. Yeah, there we go. Hey, keep it going back and forth. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Work with each other and keep that process going, man. That's dope, man. I'm also in uh, his movie. Uh, he he started me off in uh, a good day for everybody. Where I play a robber, and he also got me um, in trust in uh, circumstances three. And uh, that that was crazy. I wasn't even supposed to be in it. Somebody didn't show up, so he just let me freestyle a little scene. And I, you know, this motherfucker choked me up, make my eyes and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, so yeah, he got me started like that. But he gave me a full role and all about a check, which is gonna be a, it's gonna be a hell of a movie. Man, that's dope, man. I don't think a lot of people know how many movies y'all got out, man. It's, it's... Swift killed that man. Got about ten movies. Yeah. <laughs> how does it make you feel just? Seeing how you started, like you started the music game, you started writing, um, you just started with the scripts too as well, mm-hmm. and then turned to a book. Now, how does it feel to see you doing movies? I'm gonna tell you, so I had two great feelings in my life, a lot of good feelings with coming to entertainment, and a three, for three different eras. Yeah. So, the first one was <clears throat> when I did my projects. I was doing music for a long. We doing music. We just doing. You not really paying no attention. So we got the deal for my projects. Mm-hmm. Still was like. Oh, we got the deal. We still we still moving and grooving, but we was in New York, and uh, I'm out in New York, and Flex played it for the first time. He played it back to back. Flex, that's Funkmaster Flex, Flex too. Flex, plays out shots out Funkmaster Flex, and he put the bomb on it. I never felt that kind of feeling in my life. Like damn, yeah. All the, we had the deal. We doing our thing, but everything like this, like damn, we made it. Yep. You know what I mean? That's how I felt when I was as a kid. <laughs> as a kid, seeing this, I'm like, oh, snap. Like, we, Milwaukee is on the map. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that feeling. And then the second time I felt good about the city is, well, really four times now, is uh, me and Pippa Ken threw a party in Milwaukee at downtown at the Park Bar, man. And it's when Pippa Ken was hot. And we, we had all these celebrities coming to town. Gangster Boo, Loons and Loon was real big. And we got there at 7 o'clock, man. And the line was all the way around the corner. And we sold like $100,000 for champagne before the doors even opened. That's crazy. And it was so packed to kick the doors to get in. I said, damn, the town fuck with us. Yeah. And then, you know, when it got to uh, when it got to this movie thing, I shot the movie. So then I shot the movie. I had a premiere at Mayfair. And people I came out. That. I sat back outside while people were watching. I would sneak in to see. And to hear people laugh where I wanted to laugh at the script. And I heard people say, like, certain things happened. It was like, oh. And they would get mad, like, uh. And it was over with. They gave me a round of standing ovation, man. That's I dope. feel so good, dog. And that's why I feel good about that. And the last thing I like to talk about, and I, I love the time for this, is when I did the fight with Reggie Brown in 20. Yeah. For them to look forward to have. Every robber, hustler, uh, drug dealer, people from the eighties to the to the new young guys, there and no problems, and they all support each other. Shouts out to Reggie Brown. Yeah, shout out to them. Young Twine, maintain, and my man he fought. The guy he fought for having the courage to do that with no violence, that was great, man. Yeah, that was dope, man. Uh, and then it was all love after, after, after that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It was no no taking it to the streets or nothing like that. It was a shake up, shake hands, his family, you know what I'm saying? At the end of that, you know, they came back to me, not Reggie, you know, 
intertwined. But some young guys that got into it, and they called me to do the fight, and I wouldn't do it. They wanted me to redo it. And, and I didn't want to do it because I want to see peace. But I just had a feeling they, they would understand it. They would yeah. out of hand. That's why I would have killed They would have took it to another level. Yeah, so that's why. I, that's why. That's the real reason I didn't do it, y'all. Everybody called me, Steve, you can do it. You don't want to do it like that. And I was like, no, I, ain't, I can't. Yeah, I can't. man, let me get a taste of that, man. Man, man, it's real, man. That's the most sexiest tequila in the world yeah, right there, man. I'll take that out. Drink like a boss. Yes, sir. Smooth. It's like you're drinking water now, so you got to be careful. I <laughs> want you to be drinking and driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Podcasting and drinking. <laughs> Yeah, definitely a smooth drink. How long you been in the, uh, in the liquor business? Mm-hmm. Probably about uh, five years now. I started off with a uh, vodka called Privé. Mm-hmm. Then I, I'm the one that invented Boosie Juice, being a little Boosie. Shout out to so that. I invented that whole brand. Uh, I left that, and then I started a, a, a cognac called McCarty, A.B. and Boosie. And then I started my tequila, Ricardo, and more. And I also got a wine called Midnight Love. Man. So if you want some good wine from France, and go down to Mikasa Sukasa down on 3rd Street, some of the best food in town, mm, best food Man. in town. He sells my liquor in there. And then a couple stores like Diamond Liquor, Ray's Liquor, and a, a, a Sunshine Liquor, and my favorite store, Titonia Liquor. They all got to buy yeah. tequilas. Cognac and the wine. Man, you got your hands at everything, man. man uh, <laughs> and the fact that you brought up Boosie, I like that too because I see you got a kind of relationship with Boosie, like like oh, yeah, oh, cool, yeah, yeah. like that love hate relationship. <laughs> yeah, how, how how did that happen and stuff like that? When did you first meet Boosie and like become tight with him and had that love and hate relationship? Um, me and Boosie. Uh, so Boosie came in town to a concert, mm-hmm. uh, and I was on the phone with one of his managers, and um, so the guy mm-hmm. was. Uh, I don't know where I, I was going to do a song with Boosie and Drew um, it's a song Boosie and Drew got on the internet right now uh, Girls it's an old song but you can still stream it so go ahead and stream it mm-hmm. but uh, so he was, was going to do the song his manager ended up missing the flight somehow so Boosie got with me and I'm like well you know I'm going to pay you uh, a couple cats I know a little neat uh, uh, my man, uh, who was that? Oh, my man, Pooba. So all these guys want to do songs with Boosie. Yeah. So I took him around in my car. I had, a, I had like a station wagon. We just jumped in the car. I took him around town. Like, you straight with me. ain't got to worry about nothing. And he make all this money. He was starting in the middle, man. But I like, that's all yours, boss. So the man made like 20000 30000 I thought less than two hours. All yours. One uh, Did my song for half of the portion for doing that for him. Right? Uh, he called me one more time after that. He go to jail. As soon as he got out of jail, my cousin, he managed his son, Wade Chappelle, a great artist. With Shout out Wade, Wade Chappelle, Chappelle. Yeah. And so they down at Boosie House, uh, a guy they talked about doing something we were talking about. My cousin told me from Milwaukee, he said, my cousin, you know Steve-O? He said, hey, my cousin, he said, they call him right now. He called him and called me, like, you know, I know I get to the bag. Yeah. We've been getting money ever since. Man, shout out, <laughs> yeah. shout out to that. Gotta do it to death and wave, man, for putting us back in touch. Exactly. Yeah. Look how God worked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shout out my boy Wade Chappelle. He actually did my first episode of the podcast ever. Mm-hmm. So that's big. Much love to uh, my boy Wade yeah. Chappelle. Any background right now? I know we're for him. Yes, he's a hell of a movement right now too. So y'all check him out. Support that new yes, movie. sir. And he's a uh, Milwaukee Bucks ambassador as well. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I'm saying yeah. that's big, yeah. man. Big. big. I love what we doing for the city, man. It's good to see that the city really, uh, you know what I'm saying, really putting that work in. Let me ask you this. I got a couple more questions before we, get, before we wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about Milwaukee like the, as a whole right now when it comes to like the industry and the talent and entertainment and stuff? Well, let me tell you something. 
Milwaukee been talented for a long time. But it's like some kind of goddamn curse there, man. Like, you know what I'm bumping in my car right now? Looney Baby. Mm-hmm. I love him on Guapo. That song, that, that CD got out. Man, that shit goes so fucking hard, man. Well, shout out to Looney Baby man. and Guapo Trapo. Fred. Free Looney. Man, exactly. Then it's, um, it's a song I heard from H1. Dog food. Yeah, that's not good. I, I, I ain't got a hot in Jacksonville. I called KB the playmaker. I said, man, you got to come down here. I don't know how that situation. Efezo, hot song. Lou Fe, hot man. Cardi Banks, guess all these hot artists, man. But it's just like, I don't know, they just want to stay separate. And you got to do everything together. We need to come together. But it's, man, it's so much talent here, man. Like, what's the young lady that was signed to um, uh, QC and this guy signed? Nakia. Nakia, you know what I mean? It's like, why do they have to leave to get on? You know what I mean? Right. That's why you should have had her. Or, or, or the town should have backed her. I don't know the situation. Yeah. But he's like, you need to back somebody. Like, I can't wait to see. Like, I love Cuckoo. I love Baby Drew. You know what I'm saying? They did their thing. They, they still hot for our people that love them. But somebody need to grab one of these. We just pick one of these young people. If it's Carly Banks, if it's Wade Pill right now, Chicken you know, P, even man, Chicken, Chicken P, P. Oh, man. He, he had some deals on the table, man. He got my, man, he's one, one of the best commercials yeah, I got in my recording yeah. in the morning. Got me pumping, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we need to get behind somebody and put them on our shoulders and push one and bust the door open and come hard because Milwaukee always been talented, man. Always, always, always. And I just feel like we probably got looked at like, oh, there was a, a smaller city and stuff like that or it's just always been an obstacle to get in front of us when we was right there. It's just like, I think it's just like, I hate to say it, I think Cal kind of ruined it a little bit for because he is so big and do the things he did. The industry probably looked at him for the things he did and, and Black Ball was just kind of like when uh, uh, Chicago, at the, at the Twister, when Chicago got back on with Chief Keith, yeah. and Chicago was going to take off again, but Chief Keith started doing all that stuff, and it's like they scared the industry from going there. Yeah. So I think Cal did the same thing Chief Keith did, which Chicago kind of like scared the industry from messing with them artists. Yeah. I feel that. I could be honest, I'm 100% right, yeah. but I feel that way. Facts, but it's, it's good to see because we get more recognition now. We had uh, Rolling Stone, Pitchfork, uh, talking about uh, Certified Trapper, uh, Super mm. Super Throw Dave, Super mm. um, Steeda Stoner, mm. you know. Uh, hey, I'm hearing them yeah. names. I'm, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to get back over here them names. Yeah. Last time I was stuck over was uh, Chicken P and, Lo- and Looney Baby. You know? Yeah, yeah, mm. man. It's just it's, it's good to see like we got that talent like, and I feel like it's wide open. Like we just like we we really really close, and I, I honestly think they they definitely got their eyes on the city. You know what I hate? I hate to say it like this, but go ahead. It's like every time we finna get there, right? Somebody with a bag of money, and you need money to survive, but somebody with a bag of money will get involved with it instead of just putting the money up, step back, try to get in the business and don't know the business and fuck them artists up. Yeah. Every time I see it, every time. And these artists fuck themselves up trying to be slick. I ain't gonna say be slick, but try to sign up four or five different people. You can't do that. Stick with one person, and whoever got the money, if you ain't the business, you know, and you move. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Black Under the Table, they had a great movement, man. I, you know, sorry what happened, but they had a real great movie, you know. You know, Black got KB involved, KB ran the label, and they got together, let them do the business, and they, you know, it's going to take off. Those circumstances happen, you know, sorry about that, but that's a good format. 
somebody need another format again like that because that's how infinite recording was that's how we was we were just like that we had the format the business people the business people the money people the money people the artists was the artists and we need that again and I think a lot of young other artists uh, getting caught up and they guys you know instead of being the business want to be, in the, be, be shine too no let the artist shine eat Facts. and then later on we can go party let's go get the hundred million dollars and do it <clears throat> let me ask you have you ever because um, I know you went to the movies and stuff now do you, do you ever have somebody reach out to you like a KB or anybody period trying to start a label Ball you time. ever had them reach out to you or you give them game like hey look this what y'all should do you do this I, I, I give game. everybody not give game all the time I just walked with a young lady named uh, Detroit Barbie up into uh, Republic Universal uh, um, was, uh, was it I think Up she time. was I think I, I think she was on mixtape trappers yep, 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 really, okay. yep, yep. She, she's going on right now and um, and I walk anybody from Milwaukee but you I, you, I can't just <clears throat> like I tell anybody they send me music I can send it to the people I can't sign you I can't make them sign you. I can't make them listen to you. But I can put it in their right. face. But you have to show me doing something because it ain't me. Yeah. They, if, they, if, I, if you come to me and be like, oh, Rick, I rap. I say, okay, man, Rick, but how your, how your Instagram doing? Right. Who playing you? Who know you? This is because they're asking me. Yeah, I'm your friend, but I can't make them sign you. You got to go out there and make them sign you. You buzz so hard. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm plug you in. I'm just right. a stitcher corp. I'm going to plug you right in. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So you got to... Uh, Go out there and do it. Don't worry about that stuff. Just build that brand hard. Then come holler at me. Yeah. Don't come holler because you rap. Ain't nothing shit. I can, I can. There you go. <laughs> Man, hey, it's a lot of game getting taught on here. People who are watching this, make sure y'all uh, y'all tap in and y'all understand it. Can, can artists reach out to you or any like filmmaker reach out to you if they got some you know questions? Uh, it's just money, ENT on, on Instagram. That's uh, all it takes. Just hit the DM. Yeah. Facebook is uh, safe. That's, no, Facebook is Stevo. It's just money, I believe. They change the yeah. yeah. Money ENT. Yep. Yeah. Now, let me ask you my final question for you before you get out of here. Um, it seemed like you found your niche. Um, let me ask you, what's next? I know you got the new movie coming up, but what's next for Stevo? It is this money entertainment? Uh, well, basically, I'm keep trying to shoot these movies. Yeah. Um, uh, my liquor is my most important. You know, that's my that's, that's Ricardo Moore. Yes, Maybe sir. Maybe after my mama. You know, what I mean, seeing y'all be uh, right now. Y'all ain't probably seen a lot of ramen sold out, kind of. But I had to redo the bottle. Yeah, yeah I sold out all their bottles, so I'm making my own bottle. Blessed with a picture of my mama in there. Mm -hmm. So Gucci, Angel, my sister and brother, we blessing our mama on the bottle, and we coming back real strong. My man maintain yes, six. Another gonna be a, this gonna be another one of my 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 my, my bastards here. Yes, so sir. We're doing it big. So Jack, uh, uh, June we'll be right back. So worry about that. Yes, but besides sir. that, doing this liquor uh, and keep shooting these movies. I'm trying to do infinite quarter stories. Uh, but I'm, 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 I want to build a uh, studio here in uh, Milwaukee. Man, that's dope. That's my next like movie theater, and I want to have like podcast area in there, and uh, mm -hmm. that's my next thing. Yeah, that's dope, man. I, I feel good. I mean, you you on the right track, bro. Like, and uh, I got I want to give you your flowers, bro, because you deserve it. You've been around for so long. You've been like a, a, a important figure in this entertainment in this city. Period. Like, you help put Cuckoo Kyle on. You're doing your movies and stuff like that. You still giving game where you don't have to give game. You can be charging whatever you want to be charging and get the game, but you're giving the game to oh, people. Man, I, just, I like to see black people eat, man. Exactly. All people, especially black, my blacks, yeah. you know, I'm strong on that. Seeing us grow together, you know, I ain't no, never been no hating me, you know what I mean? You, I be hearing all style of stories about me. A person told me a story about me, about me, to me. So, you know, that's yeah. how crazy the world is, yeah. but, you know, so, hey, man, I want to win, 
Like I say, uh, and I need y'all to help me win, okay? Yeah. Yep. Trust nobody too. We dropping it uh, on Amazon Prime. Yeah. You can buy it or just rent it. Yeah. Well, let's let's make it number one. Yeah. All right. Reggie Brown, and you give on that radio Homer Blow. Y'all get out there. Y'all talk about this. Hey, hey uh, what's my man from eight ninety eight point three? Uh, Promise P Rock. Yeah, uh, all them. Yeah. All y'all guys. My man. Uh, uh, probably all your hey, I yep. need y'all. Let's push this to number one, trust nobody too. And I'm telling you, it's such a great movie. Cause yep. like you said, when you shot your uh, your, your episodes, yep. you know, you, you tried it and then after you tried it, you said back like next time I'll do this. Yeah. Next time I'll do this. So this time I got my blood effects. I got this time I without without missing from part one, mm-hmm. I got in part two. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how you get better and better. You know what yeah. I mean? So and, and I got a star study cast. I got so we got uh you know, we got Gravy and Fat Boy. Yeah. We got Tristan coming back, who's a BMF. Yeah. I got Shelby in here. We got Bianca Star. I got a Diesel in here. I got uh nice, man, nice man Swift. My man Ace, my man Reggie from Jacksonville again. We got Beezy playing in here. Uh, I'm just talking to big stars. Uh, back up, I'm, 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 I'm in Milwaukee Town. Hey, this hey, is a star down, man. movie, man. Yeah, so make sure y'all tap in. If you like trust one, you love too, man. Yeah, trust nobody too. May 26th. Yeah, correct, May 26th. May 26th. Yes, right. Unfair Change out right now. Yeah. at Amazon. Uh, we got your boy Jeremy Meeks in there. It has uh, 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 Erica Pickett who played in BMF and Tupac movie. We have uh, Sierra in there. She's real big right now. And uh, my man Adrian Bagger a big blues singer and so that's a big movie too and um, Portrait Trust Nobody 2 and in the summer it's finally coming The Hole in the Wall trust me this is Harlem Nights yes sir Meet Friday yes sir y'all make sure y'all check out Harlem Nights Meet Friday it's gonna be a hell of a movie on Rick Taylor Podcast first you know what I'm saying make sure y'all gonna get that liquor right there you know what I'm saying Ricardo Amor you know what I'm saying? Tequila, it's the man. Blanco. Yes, we got sir. the Reposado. We got the Nejo. Like I said, if you don't drink tequila, they got the Boosie Cognac, McCartier. We got the regular VS. If you're a real player with the slick bottle, we got the VSOP. And if you like Apple, if you like Apple Crown, you'll love the Apple Boosie McCartier. What we call that Boosie Yak? It won't make it come back. And if you just like being smooth, <laughs> Midnight Love Wine. And me, Casa Sucasa, down on Third Street. Yeah. You get that Top 20 Wine Liquors. You get that Sunrise or Diamond Liquor Stores or Ray's Liquor if you want to go in the White Land. But it's real good. I got this, uh, I got a Merlot. I got a, uh, a Moscato. And I got some Laca. And it's, it's like 12%, 14%. And it's straight from France. And then make it dance. There we go. Talk your talk, man. Y'all make sure y'all tap into my boy Big Steve O. It's just money entertainment. Y'all watch the movies on Tubi and Amazon. Y'all go get that drink in stores near you right now. And we got a lot of stuff more coming. Y'all make sure y'all tap in, man. And like I said, I want to give you your flowers and thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, appreciate man. you, man. The God bless sure. you every movie you make. Hey, this yeah. shit hot right here, man. Yes, sir. Hey, the next big podcast. I'm, I'm blessed. Hey, he, he blessed it. Let's go, man. Let's go, man. Y'all make sure y'all tap in. Rick Taylor Entertainment. Rick Taylor the podcast my boy Big Steve-O is just money entertainment trust nobody to out in theaters not excuse me not in theaters on Amazon Prime video y'all make sure y'all get y'all y'all download the app and make sure y'all you know support you know what I'm saying May 26th it be going to be soon so don't be mad yes, sir. Amazon first yes sir a little packed up support right now support <laughs> pay that little fee man and go ahead and support you know what I'm saying Rick Taylor Big Steve-O man I'm gone yeah just like that